If you live in the South Metro area and have been looking for top-notch customer service, extensive beer, wine, and spirit selections, and unbeatable prices, look no further than Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You won't find a more varied inventory anywhere else. Don't just take it from me, guys. This is Michael, and he's been shopping at Davidson's since they opened. The thing I like about Davidson's versus the competitors, it has a larger selection. And if I am going to buy Spirit, then Davidson's is usually my first choice as well because just of the size of the selection. I also like the extensive selection of some hard-to-find items. But that's not all. Every department is staffed with highly trained specialists who can help you find exactly what you're looking for. But I've always found the folks that you chat with to be knowledgeable. I've chatted with the spirit staff about different bourbons and different vodkas, and I am always chatting with the wine staff about different things and saying, I like this, what else do you have that's similar? Particularly when I go to non-US wines, I find them extremely helpful and helping me find something I'm looking for. What are you waiting for? Head to either of their locations in Centennial or Highlands Ranch and follow them on Facebook to stay up to date on their latest specials. Welcome into the BSN Broncos podcast presented by The Green Solution. The Green Solution has 17 Colorado locations and an express checkout to get you in and out as fast as possible. Get on your phone right now. Go to their website, mygreensolution.com. Order your flour, your concentrates, your edibles, and your topicals online and head to the closest Green Solution for pickup. Use the code BSN20 for 20% off your entire purchase. Whoo, boy, Zach. Whoo. um, I've been dreading this podcast oh no i've been dreading this podcast because what i saw yesterday was the single most concerning two hours of broncos football i've seen since i took the job on this beat did you watch last year i watched every practice of every training camp did you have you watched paxton lynch play Watch Paxton Lynch play. Have you watched Paxton Lynch play for like two hours at a time? I watched Paxton Lynch play for more hours than I can ever get back. So what the happened yesterday? Zach, in a two-hour period, the Denver Broncos offense had two or three first downs. In how long? Sorry, did you say one or two? One or two drives in two hours. How many now, first downs? Two or three. <laughs> and I'm being generous because I'm like they had a couple nice runs that I'm like I'm throwing an extra one on there. I'm like I don't know if it went for ten yards, but I'll just give them that one. It wasn't uh, until the fourth set of eleven on eleven reps that they had a pass that went for a first down. It was Joe Flacco to Tim Patrick for thirteen yards. And then later he had one at like the very end. He had one to Deshaun Hamilton for about the same. 
Those were the two they converted via passing the ball. And then I'm just throwing in another one because I... Because you're a nice man. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice. Because <laughs> it's Saturday. Right, exactly. Wow. Zach, it would, I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say because it was... It, they looked inept. They looked completely unable to block the very formidable defensive line uh, of the 49ers. They weren't getting separation. Joe Flacco was uncomfortable. Anything you can say about an offense that looked like it was getting utterly dominated, that's what you would say about this. That's about the worst news that can come out of yesterday, Ryan, is not just the offensive line looked bad, not just Joe Flacco was a little off, not just the receivers were, were dropping balls and everything else was sharp. Even Philip Lindsay had two drops and a fumble. Wow, that shows you. That, that shows you everything you need to know about where the offense was. And Ryan, that's that's such a concern because what have we said? If the offense is average, maybe just a slightly above average, that's all they need to be. Yesterday, they're looking like the 32nd best offense in the NFL. It's not possible for, for me to have a greater swing about how I felt about a team in, in, a, in that short a period of time. Now, I don't want to overreact too, too much. I want to give them a chance to come out here and redeem themselves today. There are some, some excuses you can make for them. One, the 49ers defense sees that offense every day. The Broncos' offense has never seen that defense. Um, you know, Two, it's just one day. Sometimes everyone has an off day all at once. So if they come out here today and they look – I mean, I'll set the bar low. They look right. competent, competitive – insert any word like that if they're able to do that today then i'll come back and say okay yesterday maybe it just kind of fell apart for them yesterday and those things happen but if something similar happens today like i'm knocking wins off off my prediction yeah that's how bad it was yeah because ryan it's it's not like the san francisco 49ers are the best defense ever that they're not the 2015 broncos necessarily and and the i don't Bronco- think they're even considered to be a top 15 defense no i think you can look at them and say they have talent along the defensive line yes and that's well, they also have two really good corner i mean as i'm looking out they're like they've got a killer witherspoon who is certainly coming along uh and i'm not just saying that because he's a buff mm-hmm. they've got richard sherman out there right um like those guys are solid the safeties eh, whatever linebackers linebackers eh, whatever but they do have talent out there it's just you know, it looked like they're going up against the 85 Bears. Right, and and here's my point is the Broncos are going to face a ton of talented defense. The Chicago Bears, they don't have Vic Fangio. They have talent on that defense. The uh, San Diego Char- or the Los Angeles Chargers, you got to go up against them twice in your division. There, there's a lot of teams that you're going to face that have a lot of talent as well. So it, it's not just uh, you can write this off as going up against a good team. And Ryan... To me, I saw something that was inexcusable yesterday and I didn't watch the offense yesterday and we'll get to the defense just to give you a quick preview defense was okay bad then it, they, they ended the practice good but I saw something yesterday and I mentioned it on this podcast I didn't think it was a big deal when I saw it when the 49ers linebackers were right in front of mm. us and they were breaking it down I said I have never seen this before in a practice they were hyped like it was a game you and I kind of joked it was a, it was a bit freaky just how much energy they had I had no idea what that was going to mean for the rest of practice and what it meant for the rest of practice was one team was ready to to play 
and the other team wasn't even ready to practice. Man, you make a great point there. And I think um, that's another reason why I'm willing to give the Broncos a, a chance to redeem themselves today because I felt like it almost felt like they started the practice down 21-0. You know, mm. you know, like when you see, especially in like the college game, a team jumps out to a big lead, and you look to the sideline, and they're having fun, and they're slapping hands, and they're dancing and stuff on the sideline. And on the other sideline, everyone's like hanging their heads. Right. It right. felt like almost that situation right. to start practice. Yeah. And so, again, the Broncos were unprepared. I, com- I completely agree with, with you that it was inexcusable. But again, if they're able to bounce back today, you say, "All right, well they t- they didn't realize that the 49ers were going to bring it. Mm-hmm. Now they know what it was. They came back today. They brought the energy. They punched first and-, and brought it back. But man, you're right. Like it was right in front of us. Couldn't be more than 20 yards ahead of us. They're dancing. They've got like yep. chants that they're doing. Yep. <laughs> you, the word you said was scary. It was like it was intimidating. <laughs> yeah, and, it was. And they went out there and they brought it to this team who kind of just moseyed out like it was just going to be another practice so i've for the first time i think since he's been hired i think that's a fair question to have about the the way vic leads leads anything because everything else vic has done just makes sense as as we've said this would have made sense if we saw the broncos in otas and minicamp in the beginning of training camp they're coming out and they are just hot like, they have so much energy. They're treating it like a game. We asked Vic after practice, you know, what, why do you do that? And he says, well, we want to practice like we play, so we're going to pretend like the beginning of practice is right before a game, so we bring the energy. We'd be like, dang, that makes sense. But they didn't do that, and they, they, they haven't done that. The energy hasn't been there, and you don't realize that until you see what energy looks like. So, well, we, uh, we put him in his place yesterday with Kyle Shanahan, but got to give credit to Kyle Shanahan. And maybe it's not him, maybe it's his players, but I believe that starts with the head coach. So I want to see when these guys come on the field and they're they're a group out here right before practice starts, did Vic light a fire under them? Did Joe Flacco light a fire under them? Did Von Miller light that fire? Because I asked Joe after practice yesterday, hey, Joe admitted we, we didn't bring the energy. So I asked him, how do you bring the energy to uh, to your squad at the beginning of games and I hated the answer. I hated it. He said, well, look, the defense is always going to bring the energy. The offense, how you bring the energy is you go out and you score a touchdown on your first drive. You 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 prove it on the field, then you diminish their energy, and then you get energy. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Energy is the easiest thing to fake, at least in a press conference on August 17th saying, no, I, I'm going to pump these guys up more. Uh, next practice, every game, we're going to be ready. But the answer is we just have to play well. And maybe that's the truth. But come on, it, Joe, they're looking to you. I, th- I think Drew can pump them up. I think Drew would love pumping his team up in that position. And I, that concerns me. It concerns me. Because what was Vance Joseph's uh, go-to statement of how the team needed to get better? Gotta start fast. Gotta start fast. I don't want to hear that again. Oh, man. I, I, I really wish uh, there was a way to spin this or tell you something. <laughs> like, my lead. My lead in, the, no, in my story. It was, it was fantastic lead. So my mom always told me, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Mom, 
don't read this one because <laughs> I had nothing nice to say. The only, you know what? I put two notes that were positive at the bottom of the story in the other notes. You know where they came from? Where? One on one period. Hmm. They came from Noah Fant absolutely dominating that period. Good for him. Yeah. Five five routes, five catches. He left one guy uh, on his rear end. He had a one handed catch with his left hand on the sideline. I mean, he was awesome. It's one on one. I I'm, I'm over it. The other one was Drew Locke. He had two absolute dimes in one-on-one. Uh, one to Brendan Langley, one to River Craycraft. That's it. That's all I've got. It all ended right then and there. If you're winning one-on-ones and that's all you're winning, well, you're going to win one or two games throughout the season. For me, I'll look at the positives right now. Uh, a few guys that did bring the energy. The guy that brought the most energy was Will Parks. You know the problem with that, Ryan? No, he didn't have a uniform on. Yeah, he was on the sidelines. He was he was hooting and hollering every opportunity, even when San Francisco was beating the Broncos on the on the offensive side, beating beating the Broncos defense. Will Parks was still hooting and hollering. It was fun. He was coaching up the younger safeties. I loved uh, the energy that he brought. Outside of that, we're talking about guys like Deshaun Williams, who would make a few tackles or who made a few good tackles, and then he would go crazy. Jamal Carter was going crazy after he made a hit. Those guys brought energy. Those guys, I mean, with with Will being on the sideline yesterday, those other two guys may not make the team, let alone they're not going to play in games ever. And there was one more guy that brought energy that is going to have a big impact on this team, and he had a huge impact yesterday, and that's Justin Simmons. He brought the energy uh, from the very start, almost had a pick during one-on-ones, the very first throw of one-on-ones, although it was against the fourth-string quarterback. But, hey, it was positive. And then later in practice, Justin Simmons turned it in from a terrible day from the entire team to a terrible day from the offense and an okay job from the defense. The, The defense was getting beat left and right. For the first 60, 65% of practice, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked like he was a $27.5 million quarterback. He was not officially, but something like 8 for 11 in his first 11 passes. He was sharp. He was beating Chris Harris Jr. He was beating in the, in the middle, on the sides. He was doing everything he wanted until Justin Simmons stepped in and said, this isn't going to happen. On a run play, he took the receiver that was blocking him and pretty much threw him into the ball carrier, throwing both guys on the ground. That got a little that got a little spark in the defense. And then I think two plays later, he comes up with a big pick six. After that, Jimmy G wanted nothing to do with the Broncos defense. Uh, and the Broncos defense, at least, went out on a high note. Thank goodness for that, Zach, because about 35 minutes into practice, I texted you and I said, <laughs> I sure hope it's looking good over there. And you said, uh, only one of Jimmy G's passes has hit the ground at this point. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Um, but it is nice to hear that they bounce back. Uh, it's interesting, and I trust you more than anyone else. Um, you actually had a more critical view of things than I saw from the rest of the media. I can only go off of what I heard. And, again, I trust you the most. But there were some other media saying, like, oh, great day for the defense. Yeah, I don't know how you get that if, you, if you're just going to ignore the first half of practice. Maybe they didn't have the luxury of seeing one person on each field, so they started with the offense. They right. got so bored by it that they went <laughs> over to see the defense just in time for them to turn things around. And and I get, Because you, you told me that, and I got a little worried 
But Steve Atwater was with the defense the entire time because he's a safety guy. He's a defensive guy. And I talked to him before the Justin Simmons thing. And he goes, oh, no. Oh, no. I haven't seen anything good. So I'm like, okay, okay. If Steve's seeing that, that then I feel comfortable. Bad day. Uh, and I think energy had a lot to do with it. So today there is absolutely no excuse. Um, you have to bring the energy. You got to bring the fight. You got to act you got to act like you got hit in the face yesterday because yep. you know what? You got hit in the face multiple times yesterday and it's only a practice. But that's an inch. Maybe maybe 3 or 4 inches. Yeah. You know you know what I'm doing if I'm Vic in the Broncos locker room right now. I'm not letting any player out on this field. I am pumping music. I'm giving a a speech of all speeches right now. Because you can't come out here and lay an egg again. I'm making this a game for these guys. And I'm making it so that the Broncos are playing a game against the 49ers who are trying to practice here. I'm making it so it's not even fair. I wish they would, like, they something I would have done if I was a coach, I would have made everyone come out together today. Mm. Run on the field all at once. Yep. You know, give, show. That's just, game-like. Right, right. Show, make them feel like this is a big deal. Yep. Um, because certainly yesterday they were not prepared for how much of a big deal it was to the 49ers. I think there's something to be said for being the road team in these things, because you know what? When the Broncos went out to the 49ers two years ago, they dominated actually both days. Uh, Even Paxton Lynch was good. (laughs) It was funny. I was talking to uh, Zach Bai yesterday, and I was like, yeah, I think Paxton Lynch went 14 of 14. And he's like, I'm pretty sure it was 12 for 12. The fish just keeps getting bigger every year. And I'm like, actually, I think it was 12 for 12. But, uh, I mean, it was that that kind of situation. So maybe there is something to be said for, like, you're on the road. You're kind of like – it's like this team bonding, like, field trip versus, like, I woke up at this stupid hotel that I've been stuck in (laughs) and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, Ryan, after listening to this first segment, you know what people probably need? Well, it is Saturday. Yep. They need themselves – a nice, ice-cold, strawberry sky. And this pod's probably going to drop around 9.45 Denver time. And if you're ever going to crack open a cold one at 10 a.m., Saturday's your day to do it, and strawberry sky is the way to go. So many of you have tried the strawberry sky, and I, I have yet to hear one person be like, you know, it didn't quite live up to the hype. You guys overhyped it. I think there was – and I don't even know. There was one person – I've seen try it, not even from our podcast, that said, like, ah, oh, I just, I don't really like strawberries. So they didn't like, they didn't like the beer. But other than that, Are I've you Tom yet, Brady? I know, right? <laughs> other than that, I've yet to hear one negative review of it. In fact, I haven't heard a negative review of a single Breckenridge Brewery beer because, well, they're damn good beers. And my uncle isn't really a, a big fruity beer guy, but that's what's great about this is I guess unless you hate strawberries, you're going to like this beer because it it's not a cider that just has a beer name on it. It is a beer with just a fantastic flavor. You, again, you can drink it at 10 a.m. You can drink it at 10 p.m. You can drink it at 3.31 a.m. At any time, it's a great beer. Well, as you take a break from mowing the lawn to have yourself a strawberry sky, we're going to take a quick break too, and we'll be right back on the other side. The Greg Mastriona Golf Courses at Highland Hills offer something for everyone. With a championship 18-hole golf course, the regulation 9-hole blue course, and two par threes, golfers of all skill levels will find exactly what they're looking for. There's a lot of opportunities for families to enjoy the game of golf together here. as We do have multiple 
courses, all different skill levels. So it's a great place to teach and develop. Really a good way for families to, you know, grow their skills and enjoy the game together. That was Alan Brown. He's the director of golf over at Highland Hills. If you're busy at work all day, don't worry. At Highland Hills, it's never too late to start a round of golf. Well, Highland Hills has a fantastic pay-for-what-you-play program. It is designed for the player to play after 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the evening. And you check in. You play as many holes as you can until dark, and then you come to the pro shop, and we give you a rain check for any holes you don't finish. We also do a really fun event, Glow Golf, on our Par 3 golf course. One time a month, $25, no cart, but we give you glow balls. It's a fantastic way to have some fun with friends and get out and enjoy the nighttime and the summertime here in Colorado. To learn more and book a tee time, head over to GolfHighlandHills.com today or call them at 303-428-6526. We're rolling along here on the BSN Broncos podcast, bringing you guys high-quality content while most of the Denver media uh, is talking to John Lynch and getting absolutely nothing. Yes, according to uh, to John Lynch, the Broncos are going to have a nice team this year. Oh, nice team. Nice team. Is that what they were yesterday, a nice team? Because they let John Lynch's team steamroll? They were very nice to, <laughs> to the 49ers yesterday. Um, hey, Zach, how does John Lynch feel about John Elway? Oh, great respect. Oh, respect and admiration? <laughs> yeah, big time respect. Good to hear, good to hear. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad... Uh, I got I got a headline for us later. What is it? You won't believe what John Lynch said about John Elway. It should be you will 100% <laughs> believe exactly everything John Lynch said about John. Don't Elway. read this article. Please don't click. <laughs> well, we're ha- we're just having fun. We know these people are just doing their jobs. Our jobs is just better. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get to the questions. Uh a, a solid 20 today. It's like the old days. Uh you, the old days of a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll start here with Swedish Bronco, who says, didn't you talk about eating lots of noodles recently? He actually spelled them nuddles. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... <laughs> oh, Zach, your favorite horn just went off. <laughs> I mean, come on. I thought I honestly thought it had to be dying yesterday, and then uh, they, they get a new one. They didn't have time to run over to, to Gart Sports. <laughs> Or uh, Dick Sporting wow, Goods. Wow, Guard Sports, that is a TBT that, of all TBTs. That's like only 90s kids know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't have time to run over there and get a new air horn. They've still got the barking seal. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> As he's being murdered. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we have way too much fun. Anyways, uh, Nuttles. Apparently, he attached a video of... Uh, a guy who eats lots of nuttles fast. <laughs> I'm very interested in that video. I only think that's funny because, like, typos happen all the time in the comment section, but that one it just makes a really great, <laughs> really great word. And maybe that's how they spell it in uh, in Sweden. <laughs> From Hard Rocker. Hey, guys, just wanted your input in a debate I had with a friend. Is Bowles actually the player on this team we can least afford to get hurt because the position has such little depth and there's such a drop-off? I know losing Sanders would suck, but but the drop from him to Sutton is not nearly as large as whomever is the backup left tackle. Also, as a side note, BSN should get an official whiskey. Mm, hard rocker. I understand where you're coming from. But, but no. no. But no, because Elijah Wilkinson is the only depth piece 
that the Broncos have on their offensive line. And you know what? He'd be fine at left tackle. Now, would he be better? Maybe. Maybe. Would he be worse? Very well could be. But I don't think the drop-off is that big with Garrett Bowles. And just since you mentioned Emmanuel Sanders, if you lose Emmanuel, you're done. I, I don't even know. It's over. How much was Emmanuel on the field yesterday? Mm, not the entire time, but even okay. when he was out there, it wasn't like what we've seen against the Broncos defense. How many first downs would they have had without Emmanuel? Zero. <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, Emmanuel didn't have a first down, so <laughs> I can't necessarily say that. Uh, yeah, Emmanuel is the most important player on this team, like, like you detailed yesterday. He 100% is. Uh, and and I think the drop-off from Emmanuel to Cortland is massive. Yeah. Did you did you did you catch was it Vic yesterday or was it Joe that was that said there's a lot of emotional people in the wide receiver room? I didn't catch that. It's like wow, wow. It's definitely true. <laughs> yes. Next one's from uh, Mr. Freeze who says Iceman found the loophole in the word count rule. Uh, also demanding more Allie and Lindsay every day is pushing the <laughs> creepy meter into orange. Aren't Ryan and Zach more than enough for you? That's I can agree with that part. That's an upvote for me. Aren't we more? Aren't oh, we wow. enough? That's that's the most popular comment again today. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. And he keeps the badge. Is maybe Mr. Fire, because <laughs> right now he's on a heater. Next one from SLC Broncos. He says, hey, guys, it's been a minute since I've commented, and I have no questions for now, but I wanted to shout out the one subscriber who put together the Salt Lake City BSN meetup. I'm down for that, LOL. Anyways, Ryan and Zach, keep up the good work. And T-Dubs chimes in and says, hey, SLC Broncos, we just created a Facebook group for BSN fans in Utah. Come join the group, and we'll organize an SLC meetup. And if you want to find that, you can go to Allie's Twitter. She put the link out there. Uh, I retweeted it, so it's on my Twitter as well. Uh, and that's awesome that you guys are doing this. You didn't see my tweet about it or what? <laughs> I didn't see your tweet about it. I did. And make sure you turn into the SLC Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Saturdays right about now. <laughs> uh, next one is... For- Let's see. Let's see. Uh, oh, I um, see. I see another badge. Do you see the badge I'm looking uh, at? Oh, next one here is from Bumpy Buffalo, and he's got himself a badge for obvious reasons here. Uh, he chimes in and says, "Hey everyone, I just want to say thank you to everyone for the um, uh, the amount of love is overwhelming." Of course, he's referring to the GoFundMe that he started uh, to get his stepmom to her first ever Broncos game. Uh, unfortunately. She was diagnosed with uh, stage four cancer recently. So as a community, it's really important to us to get this done. Uh, anyways, I'll give an update on that in a second. But he says a special thank you to BSN, RK, and Zach. Just listen to the pod, and I'm so grateful to be a part of this community. When we get her tickets, I'll make sure that she's rocking the Mile High Salute or Homegrown shirt. I'm truly grateful, and we'll put up pictures of her first Broncos game when we reach our goal. Uh, who else but Broncos country to make this dream come true? And then he attached the GoFundMe, and I'll give – I had I had an update, but I might as well give a – up to the second update here. We are at $220 of a $750 goal, and that's in less than 24 hours. Yep. Uh, and um, that doesn't even include uh, our BSN donation, which will be coming in at some point today. So we're going to hit this goal uh, because that's just what we do in this community is we take care of our family members and everyone uh, every one of you guys is part of the family. And, and I say this community is so special that literally every day 
I get goosebumps from a comment, two comments, something we talk about. And this this one was the one today. Bumpy Buffalo, we're, we're absolutely thinking about you, and we're going to hit that goal. We absolutely are. You got the next one there, Zach? Coming in from T-Dub says, The biggest of shout-outs to Ben from SLC for not only telling me where to find Breck Brews in Utah, but for also creating the Facebook group for BSN fans in Utah. If anyone in Utah wants to join the group, I'm sure Ben will post a link. We're looking at you, SLC Broncos. We'll use this group to organize the SLC meetups. Go Broncos. Man, this is pretty cool. The community is is expanding to, to physical meetup locations. It is. And Ben and SLC, who has a badge now. Hey. He's a badge guy. Oh, we just give out badges easy, I know. Right? I kind of want to raise the, <laughs> the, uh, the bar here, but... Uh, he says, it seems like there's a lot of interest in an SLC meetup, so I've thrown together a Facebook group for us Utah BSNers. The link is below, or you can just search BSN Broncos fans in Utah on Facebook. It's a very specific uh, sector of the BSN community, <laughs> but now they have their own Facebook page. And I have a feeling this is going to start a trend here. Yes, We're going to have Southern I California so. BSNers, yep. et cetera, et cetera. He has a question, though, and he says, when is Vic going to give up on the backup quarterback competition narrative? It just seems mean to be getting uh, to be keeping Hoagie around with the inevitability of his release hanging over his head. Are they really that afraid of giving ripping snaps that could get him snatched up by another team? Hashtag free Hoagie. Let him catch on with another team. Yesterday, Rich Gangrello said something very interesting, and it kind of went under the radar when he was talking about this backup uh, quarterback competition. He was asked, do you know what the order is for Monday's game? And he said, well, we haven't made an official determination of that, but... Or he said something like, we, we haven't made it official, but we're following a plan. Kind of, we know who's going to start. This is the plan that we put together before training camp started, and we're following it. So to me, that says, doesn't really matter how well Drew Locke has done in the past. doesn't matter how good Kevin Hogan's going to be. There's going to be a switch made. And my guess is that switch is Monday, but doesn't really matter. It, they, they're following this plan. Maybe I was just in a critical mood yesterday after seeing some god-awful football <laughs> but i heard that and i'm like what yeah i didn't like it either and i like rich i like rich a lot and it's not it's obviously not his idea yeah, that no. he came up with but he's just re relaying the information and i was just like really that's yeah. what we're doing here we're just right. saying like okay by week three of the preseason drew's gonna be the number two like what if he was what if he came out here and sucked yep or what if Kevin Hogan had really earned the the right to yep. keep it? Now, maybe they could say, well, sure. we, we left room for that. But things have been going the way we expected, et cetera, right. et cetera, et cetera. I just I didn't want to hear that like out loud. If you're going to have a competition, shouldn't it be a competition? I don't think they ever said it. Did they ever say it was a competition like formally? They said Drew Locke is competing for the backup job. Okay. Well, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I didn't like that. Got to be honest. I want I want everything to be earned, and I think I think Drew has earned it, and I feel like that kind of diminishes right. what he's done out here to just say like, oh yeah, it's just the plan. Right. Yep. Just part of the plan. He's yeah. not doing anything great. Next one coming in from Official Fink it says, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. New subscriber, long time listener. Thanks RK for helping me out. And Zach, don't ever change change Golden Boy. Your singing voice is that of the gods. Well, thank you. I'll keep it short and just say thanks for all your hard work. I'm a big fan. Much love from Phoenix. P.S. Soggy cereal is life? Or are they saying like the, life the cereal, cereal life is soggy. cereal is soggy? <laughs> I hope it's that one because soggy cereal being life is not correct. That is wrong. Richard Sherman's dance moves right now are life. <laughs> he was getting it. Uh, he really soggy does cereal like is so bad. Richard Sherman is so 
big. He's like, si- and, and, and hey, you want an example of an older player coming off an Achilles surgery that looks pretty darn good? Look at Richard Sherman. What a beast. Anyone should want him on their team. Anyways, from Agathens, who will have better numbers this year? Latimer and, and Fowler or Sutton and Hamilton? Well, I know what you better damn well hope. <laughs> what team is – I think we both know what team Cody Latimer's on, the Giants. I think uh, Benny is also on there. Oh, I had no idea. So that tells you a better – Benny better. and the Giants. <laughs> there you go, getting in on the singing. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the party. Uh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> uh, it's not quite as good. He should have gone to the other uh, New York team. <laughs> yes. What if it is not Sutton and Hamilton? Uh, delete your account. <laughs> Emmanuel better have 2,000 yards or else it is just massive trouble. Actually, that wouldn't even do it. Emmanuel better have 3,000 yards. The crazy thing is like Danny Dimes over there, Daniel Jones, keeps making plays with those two guys. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> just like making us look wrong every second. Is he our Josh Allen? We definitely miss on Josh Allen uh, and Sam Darnold, really. We weren't that high on him either. He looks awesome. Um, but I'll never let anyone forget how right I was about Baker Mayfield before anyone else was, <laughs> before anyone else was on that train. After Thursday's game, uh, maybe not so much on Kyler. Rookie of the year. <laughs> Put it in stone. Yeah, what, what odds are these? What odds would you do that in Vegas? I don't know. I'm, I actually need to look this up because I can't imagine they would ever be lower than they are right now. Would you do? Do you think it's one to one? Just because he's the first pick, first, first overall, overall pick, pick, he has all the hype. People, who would who would be the second? Like last year, the the main contender was Saquon. Everyone knew that Saquon right. was going to ball. Who is the like the first, second offensive weapon? Can't imagine it's Josh Jacobs, the first running back taken. He could have a good year, but he's not even he's not even making <gasps> I mean, noise in the, hard knocks. He's picked in the twenties. Yeah. yeah. He's, um, man. It's, it can't be a tight end. It's not Danny Dimes. <laughs> um, Dwayne Haskins is not. He's not, he's even, not even the starter. starter. He's gonna get. Un, he's gonna get <sighs> Case Keenumed. I bet. I bet Kyler's odds are awful. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> um, what about uh, like, what's a, who's a receiver who went really high? Brown, Antonio's cousin. Oh, Hollywood. Hollywood. Man, you know, it, it, I bet he's second. I bet he's second. Someone should look this up, a.k.a. you, <laughs> while I read this. Ne- uh, no, I'll read this next comment. Or you read this next comment, and I'll look it up. This next one coming in from uh, Count Flacula, who also has a badge. He says, I'm a pacifist. Enough with the badges. <laughs> I'm a pacifist, but I often giggle when you find gentlemen fight so loud sometimes that the stained glass in my house rattles. What is? What is the last thing that we disagreed about? Probably fantasy, stupid fantasy football. It's probably like you points. eating, honestly, you eating gum ice cream, like a psycho. Oh my god! So I thought about it last night, drooled a little bit. He says, "What is a fracas?" Wow. What is a fracas that you've been embroiled? Okay, tell me this news. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll stop you right there. Kyler Murray is uh, plus one twenty, so one point two to one. Okay. Josh Jacobs is second, at four to one. Wow. What what do you have a few more? David Montgomery? <laughs> no way. David Montgomery is eleven to one. Dwayne Haskins is twelve to one. And Daryl Henderson is eighteen to one. 
Wow. I don't know if this Good is... old Daryl Henderson and David Washington. Dang, they keep David moving... Montgomery? They keep moving um, Kyler Murray higher and higher. Let me see here. Kyler Murray at one point was 7-1. to one. I should have wow. gone on it then. Wow. I was actually going to say 1-1 one to one odds. That's pretty much him against the field. Yeah. Makes me feel less cool about my prediction. <laughs> oh, taking the number one overall pick to win Rookie of the Year? <laughs> Here's another uh, list here. You got Kyler Murray at 5-2. to two. Okay. When was this? Four months ago. I was going to say, you take that right now. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins, 7-1. to one. Josh Jacobs, 9-1. to one. Uh, Hollywood Brown, 10-1. to one. Miko Hardman, 10-1. to one. And I keep going just because Drew Locke oh. is next at 12-1. to one. Wow, that's actually really like bad. good bad odds. Yeah. <laughs> really bad odds. Hmm. Ryan. Von Miller. No pads. Not practicing today. He's out here. No pads. Chris Harris Jr. is out here wearing pads. I wonder if it's a weird day for a vet rest day because no vets have received a vet rest day up to this point yet. So it would be very weird for Vaughn to get a vet rest day. That is definitely something we're keeping an eye on. Yeah, just so, just so everyone doesn't freak out, like he's walking completely fine. Yep. Um, I don't – he's not wearing any, like, gear that would nope. suggest an injury. So – I don't know. Maybe you're just being cautious if you're a coach. You know, you got through one day of joint practices without having your best player get injured. Take the second day off. Hmm. Interesting. Wouldn't you do that with Chris as well? Maybe. Uh, hopefully it's not Bradley Chubb, too, because I'm taxed with watching the defense today, and I'd like to see something. I'd like to be more positive tomorrow. You want to see Aaron Wallace come and ball out? Still on the team? Still on the team. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Count Flacky, you don't mean to translate this for you into yeah. English? Yes, please. Uh, he says, what is a fight you guys have had that you've never told us about? Oh, thank you. Fracas. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, <laughs> have we ever had an off-pod argument? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. I can't remember one. I thought number 81 was coming to be on the podcast for a second. <laughs> uh-huh. Not Tim Patrick. I'm trying to think of something we've, like, truly disagreed about. Like, we got into the Kyler Murray stuff off the pod before. Right. Yep. But yep, yep. it's that always – even more semantics. Oh, that was a good horn. That must that have been a Broncos good. horn. <laughs> uh, he says, what truly drives you crazy about each other? I'll tell you this. Zach is so slow at responding to text messages. <laughs> it drives me nuts. <laughs> Yeah, when it's urgent, though, I respond. I respond in time. Eh, that's debatable. Ryan, it's not you. I got I got 38 unreads this right This man now. has 38 un... <laughs> like, who are you? I actually have a reminder in my phone later today to respond to text messages. It's been busy. It's been a busy few days here, You know what? Broncos. At least you have the reminder and you leave them unread so you know you have to go back and get them. I read it uh, and I'm like, oh, I'll get this later and then never respond. I'd like, be hosed. I don't I have be, any friends left. I would be hosed. I'd be host. Uh, he also says, do you have any unresolved arguments that you'd be willing to share? I don't think you guys realize how like <laughs> how good Zach and I get along. I called him my bestie yesterday. One of my besties. I was going to say, like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, like, have a moment where you, uh, where someone, like, truly shows you how good of a friend they are. And yesterday was one of those days uh, for me and Zach. <laughs> I guess I was, I was just tired, man. I... I 
long day, little sleep. We work six six out of seven days. Yeah, and uh, I just kind of stumbled out of the, <laughs> stumbled out of the media room, just kind of beelined it to the car. And later, Zach texts me. He's like, "Hey, man, you all right? Like, you kind of seemed a little down as you were leaving." I was like, "Damn, like only the t- only real ones would would send you that message." It's like, you ha- everyone has your friends. Then you have your friends who would like bail you out of jail if you need to. And that was one of those moments where I'm like, "Oh wow, moving Z up on the who g- who I got to call when I'm in jail list." You're going to a pretty rowdy concert tonight, from what I understand. Is uh. Is, could, could that call be in order tonight? Maybe. You know, I might get a little wild at Mumford & Sons. <laughs> Going to jail at a Mumford & Sons concert <laughs> is like one of the whitest things you can do. Like, ah, oh, bro, I had like 17 claws. <laughs> and then this guy was trying to tell me that Nathaniel Rateliff was overrated. <laughs> so you know what I did? I hooked him <laughs> with my claw sign. <laughs> I threw up the claw and then just <laughs> got I, him right across the face. I poked his eyes out. Oh, man. That would be an epic story, though. I, I went to jail at a Mumford & Sons concert. I'm sure you could write the story pretty darn well, too. Probably. All right. Um, he said, also, Zach, how the crud is Kyler Murray not going to get, like, five batted balls a game? He looks like a child amongst men out there. But what doesn't make sense is then you have Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch getting balls batted down at the line of scrimmage. And, and actually, it kind of does make sense because those guys almost have to throw the ball down. So it's a downward angle, which is a little easier to bat, where Kyler Murray has to throw the ball like 17 feet higher than everyone else. So it's actually probably not going to get batted down. It's okay to get caught up in misconceptions. It happens to everyone. But there's actually... <laughs> data that suggests there is no correlation between player height and batted balls unless it's the other way around like you just mentioned right like the mike glennons who wow he's balling this preseason um (laughs) brock osweiler those guys paxton lynch actually get more balls batted down than the kyler murray drew breezes of the world you're on back-to-back days of bringing statistical analysis data into the pod yeah i'm a a big uh data guy (laughs) yeah yeah you are uh, next one is from Chef Adam L. Ooh. He says, you got me. No more freeloading for me. Great coverage. Correction, the best coverage. Hey. Chris Harris back in the slot. I love, but how do we really feel about Isaac out there? Is Vic D such a change that he will outperform last year? Yeah, yeah. He's taken a big step up from his rookie year to second year. He looks comfortable, confident, knows what he's doing. He did get beat uh, a couple times yesterday, but, you know, there for seven yards. Chris Harris also got beat twice yesterday for for minimal gains yeah and i don't want to give all the credit to vic because i don't think that's fair sometimes i think coaches get too much credit when players do good things and not enough credit when the, or too much credit when they're bad i just yeah. want to make sure yep. isaac deserves credit he work he works his tail off and you know what he's got edge and you can't coach edge yesterday they're doing like this little one-on-one special teams drill and everyone's kind of like getting excited oh, that was i was on the other side of the field i didn't see anything it sounded lit. It was so unbelievably lit. I was like, wow, special teams have never been so dope in the history of football. They were getting after it. But I think for the most part, they were having fun. Also, like, A.J. Johnson almost caused a fight because he ran this, like, literally truck stick this guy almost into next Tuesday. And then he did a T-Rex dance. Oh, my goodness. Like, over the guy. And I was like, oh, don't do that. And, uh... Then another guy went, and then he, like, went into AJ's face and did the T-Rex dance. <laughs> kind of a white claw dance? Yeah, you throw up the claw in both <laughs> hands, keep the arms in nice and tight, and then oh you just kind of wiggle. gosh. And then, uh, so anyways, Isaac Yadam, he just, he has this, like, 
like imagine just like you're gritting you're like biting down really hard like that's just like how he yeah. how he plays like yeah. he's just biting his teeth down because yeah. he just has like anger and edge and i love that you need guys like that it's kind of quiet yep but he's t he's tough and and i just the word i've been using about him since the senior bowl is he's a bulldog yeah he just has a bulldog mentality he was the the uh, secondary was on the sideline maybe 15 20 yards down the line of scrimmage uh, as the defense was going up against the 49ers offense yesterday. And I, Isaac was on a knee. He was on the sideline. Helmet, he's like kind of holding his helmet on the ground. And uh, a 49ers receiver catches the ball, turns upfield, runs. And Isaac's helmet is kind of like on the field. And the guy runs into it. It must have been super painful, like knee into the helmet. He didn't react anything. Isaac couldn't have looked more pissed that this guy ran into his helmet. I honestly thought he was going to get up and just start and chase this guy down and bash him with his helmet. He looked oh my so God. pissed. And really, I mean, it was Isaac that was in the wrong. He was <laughs> on the field. And that's just the intensity he brings to the field. Did you see the video of Jimmy G after mm practice? No. So he goes over to this kid who's like asking for his autograph. And he asked the kid to hold his helmet while he signs his autograph. Did he take off? <laughs> the kid thought that he was giving him his helmet. He gets, like, so excited. And then he's like, thanks, and starts turning around. And Jimmy's like, oh, no, you have to give me my helmet back. I mean, that's that's Jimmy's fault. No, he said, can you hold this oh, for me? Oh, he did say, can you hold it for me? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, let's take a break here. When we come back on the other side, we'll get to the rest of these questions. What's up guys, Ryan Koenigsberg here, and I gotta tell you about the Blake Street Tavern. It's my favorite sports bar in town, as evidenced by the fact that we had our fantasy draft there. It's where I watched Super Bowl 48. It's where I watched CU win a Pac-12 basketball championship back in the day. Uh, it's the place to be for any sporting event. It's the biggest bar in town. I always joke you could land a 747 in there. It was named the National Sports Bar of the Year in 2017 by Nightclub and Bar Magazine. It wins Best Sports Bar in Denver seemingly every year from Westward and anyone else that's voting. It's the place to be. Uh, they've got great specials, and the food is out of this world. I recommend the nachos, the green chili fries, uh, the buffalo chicken wrap. You name it, they've got it, and the location is perfect. Just two blocks north of Coors Field, and they have parking. So go check out the Blake Street Tavern. Final segment here on the BSN Broncos podcast, and we are efficient today. I'm loving it. This next one comes in from Corey J. He says, yo, how's it going, my dudes? First off, best Broncos news out there is found at BSN. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Corey. And if you want to get in on that, you can, of course, use the promo code BroncosCamp. Zach, the numbers that we are putting up on this thing, like we, we might not double it um, by the time this thing ends, but we have – we have set some Joe DiMaggio-like records. Oh, I freaking love it. And let's make it so that it is unbreakable. And I know I know, we put some fake deadlines out there like this past Tuesday. That was a fake deadline. We admit it to you guys. It was a fake deadline. No, it was a real deadline. If we didn't break the record by then, we were going on a hunger strike. Exactly. I mean, there, there was that that we put on there. I guess that's kind of a big deal. But this, today, Ryan, today is technically the last day of training camp. And, of course, the code is Broncos Camp. So, who knows? It could be done by midnight. could be done by the weekend. may last another week. I don't know. Just but don't wait because you get the T-shirt. You get us. Uh, you're just tossing us nickels every single day. So, you hit that code Broncos Camp. I, yep. 
do that. Uh, I'm just getting con- I'm just I'm getting distracted right now because I'm just seeing this guy that I read about in your notes yesterday, Dwelly. Yeah. He was he was this this guy's making plays. <laughs> oh yeah. This kind of reminds me of when um oh god, what was the dude's name on the Seahawks who just like went oh, off? Oh yeah, it's pretty Disley. much a name. Yep. Same I thing. Say, like Dwelly. I'm like, "Oh, great." <laughs> so I don't want to dwell on that, oh. but <laughs> Anyways, uh, a lot of swagger out here from these 49ers. I mean, you can't be getting beat by a guy whose name is DW. That's do it. DW like uh Arthur's little sister. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man, that'd be quite the punchline. The Broncos got beat by Arthur's little <laughs> sister. <laughs> all right. Moving on here. He says, "Second of all, if you haven't had a Cali burrito, you simply haven't lived." Well, Zach and I are just walking haven't dead men. Lived. <laughs> it's a food of the gods. But now with some sports-related stuff. Are you guys going to make the trip to L.A. to watch them play the Rams next weekend? No, we are not because we will be here with the BSN family drafting our fantasy yes. teams. Yes. Uh, he says, any listeners are, uh, that are going, find me on Twitter at CoreyJones209. At CoreyJones209. And Corey, no E, C-O-R-Y. He says, let's link up. Growing up in Cali, whole family is Raiders fans. Yuck. Ugh. I've only been able to watch... The Broncos play in Oakland at that terrible quote-unquote stadium. <laughs> going to watch them in L.A. will be a first time, and I'm not afraid of getting stabbed while cheering on the Broncos, and that will be nice. I'm in the Navy and stationed down here in Lancaster right by L.A., so I'll be able to see them play the Chargers too. Definitely need a Broncos meetup for that. Debating on taking leave to make the 14-hour drive to Denver to see my first game in Denver this year when they whoop on the Raiders. Hoping it works out. But, yeah, awesome podcast. Keep it up. Uh, thank you for your service. Yeah, man, that'd be, that'd be quite uh – quite a trip to do for you that would be awesome that'd be awesome i hope you make it out here I'm trying to see if they are going into individual stuff or if they're gonna go against each other my guess is probably similar to yesterday wasn't it? didn't they start off with a little special teams period at first looks like they are doing a little special teams period on the other side broncos quarterbacks coming over here to warm up uh we're still good i have a quick question for you speaking of quarterbacks I was asked this yesterday a few times right now for a year would you rather have Jimmy G or Joe Flacco? Jimmy G for sure. Okay, that that's how I felt as well. Uh, same um, price. Uh, actually, I don't even care about the price tag. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I didn't even think about the price it's tag. Nine and, and a half more million. What's it? It doesn't matter. I'd rather have Jimmy G as well. There it's were all fake money anyway. A decent amount of uh, you guys think we wear orange tinted glasses. Decent amount of people here wearing orange tinted glasses saying Joe Flacco easy. People on our side of the lines. Yeah, we're saying they want Flacco over Garoppolo. Yep. I mean, I realize that he's completely unproven, but I'd rather have the unknown than the average known. Isn't and that's exactly what I said. I said the unknown, and and uh, and someone said it's always the unknown. I said, yeah, yeah. I mean, w- when you have Joe, Joe Flacco's average. Sorry if you can hear my heart beating. It's just Jimmy G is coming really close. I think he us. just looked at our booth. He's he just looked in. He is a good-looking man. Looks like he may throw a pass our way. If I just put my hand up, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. Oh, and, and Rich Gangarello's son made it out to practice. Oh, no, that's just Nick Mullins. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Rich Gangarello is working with the 49ers <laughs> quarterbacks. He just accidentally <laughs> walked over here. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, man, the radio shows would have a good time with that one. <laughs> but you know what? Can't listen to radio shows today, Ryan. They're not I they're know not on one air. you can listen to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
We love those guys. Anyways, from Broncos Guy 63, he says, I read an article by Mace. Shout out, Mace, the GOAT. Uh, one thing I noticed is that he wrote the Niners brought a different le- level of intensity. Yep, that is for sure. Mm-hmm. He didn't elaborate on much, so I don't think he thought much of it. My question to you guys is, do you think having longer practices has led the Broncos to play at a lesser intensity or slower pace? Or am I just reading into a little blurb too much? That's an interesting uh, hmm. thought on why. Because I don't think anyone has really spun the longer practices in a bad way. In fact, it's only a good thing. You know, it's more game-like. You get more practice in. But what if they were almost – I mean, some some teams hold half the length of practices. Think of it this way, Zach. I'm putting it in terms that you should certainly understand. You're running a marathon or you're running a 5K. <laughs> right. You run the marathon at a much slower pace than the 5K. Yeah. 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 So maybe there is something to be said for that. These uh, these 49ers are conditioned for, for 5Ks. Mm. They've done a bunch of them. The Broncos have been doing marathons every day. Now, games are a marathon. So right. in the end, you know, maybe that will benefit them. But in a quick two-hour practice, which really wasn't even a two-hour practice. Yeah. An hour of real action. Yep. Yep. Um, th- that's, you know, they're more used to that. They're more used to giving all they can for an hour. Vic better fire him up today. Get him ready for that hour. I agree. Next one coming in from uh, Nurse Dave. He says, a new subscriber. Love you guys. We love you right back, Dave. I remember past show comments about whether it's weird or not to wear a football jersey as a grown adult. I personally think it's a great way to support a specific player. By the way, we got him. (laughs) Versus an entire team. Especially since I live in San Francisco and don't want to be confused for a Niners fan. But I would love to hear what you guys think of the dress shirt and tie under a football jersey. I don't There's no way anyone likes this. <laughs> I don't care for your corporate football fan look. Your thoughts? Or I don't Yeah. Keep up the great work and I'm glad to be contributing to the pod. Sorry for the long comment. Oh, Nurse Dave, that is not a long comment at all. And thank you for contributing to this pod. Yeah, if everyone commented the length of Nurse Dave, <laughs> the world would be a better place. Um Dress shirt under football jerseys only acceptable in like a video of like Bill Hickenlooper like recording a video about like how he's betting the governor of <laughs> who is Sim. Bill who is Bill Hickenlooper is that not a person <laughs> what's his first maybe name? his brother <laughs> John <laughs> <laughs> oh I was confusing Bill yep. is there Bill Owens was he before there, him? there was a Bill Owens and right before him it was Bill Ritter so yeah I, mean, right, right. <laughs> I was just confused because they signed so many bills <laughs> hey got it right in the name. Oh, John Embry out here dapping up some Broncos staffers. You know, I was actually going to ask you what, when would anyone ever wear that? And you're right, that that would be it. Is is, <laughs> is, is when Bill Hicks, Bill Hicks wearing it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so perfect because I know so little about politics. Clearly, his uh, run for president's going well. Is he running for president? <laughs> See, I'm picturing. I was picturing Bill Owens when I said that in the video in my head. <laughs> I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You got it. Anyways, <laughs> he says, keep up the good work. Oh, we already went to that part. All right, from Pastor Rhett, shortest comment in years. He says, Gumball's cereal is honey bunches of wow, folds. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, Pastor Rhett. Did we not do just simply Fangio's? Instead of? We did uh, uh, Cheery Joe's. So Fangio's or O's? Just Fangio's. Fangi Ah, yeah, that's really good. That's that's a good one. Skangarel. O's. Donatel. O's. <laughs> wow, you could do um, like a combo pack. 
You know, remember at Costco where you yeah, buy it and yeah, it's like yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got Fangio's, Gangarello's, and Donatello's. Are they just the same cereal, though? That would be funny. It would be funny. Oh, I just saw, um, I think that's um, Rich Gangarello and Kyle Shanahan having a warm embrace. Oh, uh, yep, yep. Little shoulder hug. Is that Kyle? Is that no, that's not Kyle. That guy's got a little too much meat on his bones. Yeah, this was like a shoulder hug that you do to someone you, you were kind of acquaintances with about four years ago. I thought they were doing a pose for a picture. <laughs> you know what I You know, they're like, yep, right, yep, yep we yep. know each other. <laughs> All right, from Iceman, you know what he has to say. Oh. Hey, boys, more Allie and Lindsay. Yes, RK, in a week we can have a F2F chat face-to-face. -face. Oh, okay, okay. I bet, did you threaten to, like, beat him up or something? No, because remember you yesterday, you were like, well, we'll meet him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Uh, I feel like F2F is some serious internet lingo. lingo. <laughs> that is. I mean, if you struggled through it. Mrs. Iceman oh. is looking forward to BST. Oh, uh, update as a oh and he's talking about um the the gofundme and when he updated it was only at 70 we've uh tripled that since. yeah which is so so freaking cool next one coming in from janer he says king of short questions and comments here we love you janer what is your favorite soda if you had to pick one no soda at all but you brought up um yeah cream soda the yep. other day wow yep. that's that stuff is good but my true favorite soda of all time is vanilla coke ah yep it has to have the word coke in it for you to be into it i never realized how much i used to like coke i would go cream soda as well but again i haven't had that in years uh, cream said, soda float that might be my next cheat day <laughs> yeah it's class of 10 as well are you guys starting to feel old gray hairs ryan is already playing golf so you know he is old. I guess that means I was old at four years old. Ryan, the 49ers are doing it again. The linebackers, it's not just – this is this is something else, the pump up they're doing. I freaking love it. And it is intimidating. I mean, they're shoving each other. They got a guy in the middle. They're screaming at each other. This is like real energy too. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm scared for how today's going to go for the Broncos. The Bron like, where is this energy? The Broncos need to bring this. I literally, I'm not even kidding. I'm looking over there. Okay, they're they're just standing watching the offense do a little walkthrough. But I was going to say they're just standing around, but I guess that's okay. A walkthrough. These guys are doing like a, <laughs> a sprint through over here. These guys are preparing like they're about to, I don't know, be on be on Sp Sparta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no gray hairs for me yet that I know of. Yeah. Um, I've been playing golf since I was four, so that doesn't really count. Uh, I am definitely starting to feel old because I just get random injuries mm. that happen without doing anything. Mm. And you're typically a not a not injury prone guy. I did. I didn't used to be. I never had any serious injuries. The worst injury I ever had as a kid was I fell off my bike and hit my face on a curb. Wow! And uh, my front teeth went through my lip. But I never like I never broke any bones. Touch wood. Wow! Did you keep your front teeth? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. My lip kind of softened the blow. That is wild. When I was in elementary, that happened when I was like five. I still have an intense scar on the inside of my lip. Oh, I can't. You feel it? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is intense. When I was in uh, elementary school, we had uh, one group of friends was running into the cafeteria. Another group was running the other way. And uh, they couldn't see each other. Two friends ran into each other around the corner. One of their teeth, two front teeth, went into the other's forehead. Bro, what? Yeah. Oh, my and God. And then there, there was blood everywhere. We had to go to lunch next. People are just 
throwing up in lunch. It was a bad scene. Jeez, man. It was bad. No more blood talk. <laughs> um, from Steve Atwater Hall of Fame, Zach, you know that I'm not just some guy. What? <laughs> you have the voice of an angel. I can't Aww. even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is like, oh, a combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> Do you know the reference? No. Of course you don't know the freaking reference. For Jesus? No, the whole thing. You have the voice of an angel. I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Mm, you got it? Maybe. Come on. I don't I don't think so. Give us a guess. <laughs> no, I've got no guess. You have to give us a guess. A voice. What between... is this coming from? What? It's a line from a thing. Not the Bible. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that's one thing. It is the, the Bible way. of comedy movies. Oh. In my opinion. I have no idea. Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw it once. I don't know. I wasn't the biggest Step Brothers fan. Not that I like didn't like it. It just was not memorable to me at all. You and I are so different. <laughs> Why do we get along so well? <laughs> Anyways, he says this is going to sound weird, but for a second, I think you took the shape of a unicorn. That is also from Step Brothers. <laughs> uh, Steve Atwater Hall of Fame. I'm curious if you're going to be there next week at our uh, fantasy party. I don't know if I want to see what, hap- what would happen. <laughs> and final one, I think, coming in from Gun Gun nineteen eighty nine. Of course, Gunner Kane. He says, "I'm just here for the upvotes and a sick comments badge. Smash that like. He Go has, Broncos." He has zero likes on that. You're gonna have to try harder than that, Gun Gun. <laughs> and uh, zero badges. I gave him. I gave him a a, a pity like. I'll do it as well. So you got two. You're probably going to need more than two. I think you just need three, honestly. The bar keeps getting lower and lower. <laughs> you got to bring the heat. But I think that ra- is that. Are we done? That's it. We're done. Bye. No, That's all she kidding. wrote. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for all of your ratings on iTunes. They make a difference. Uh, and thank you guys for subscribing using the code Broncos Camp. I'm not going to tell Brandon Spano that camp is over, but I don't mm. know when he's going to figure it out. Mm. So uh, you never know when that code might disappear. So make sure you don't wait any longer. Time is running out. Subscribe using the promo code Broncos Camp. Get your $10 off. Get your free T-shirt and get the best Broncos coverage around. And with that, we'll say see you later. South Metro area and have been looking for top-notch customer service, extensive beer, wine, and spirit selections, and unbeatable prices, look no further than Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. 
you won't find a more varied inventory anywhere else. Don't just take it from me, guys. This is Michael, and he's been shopping at Davidson's since they opened. The thing I like about Davidson's versus the competitors, it has a larger selection. And if I am going to buy Spirit, then Davidson's is usually my first choice as well because just of the size of the selection. I also like the extensive selection of some hard-to-find items. But that's not all. Every department is staffed with highly trained specialists who can help you find exactly what you're looking for. But I've always found the folks that you chat with to be knowledgeable. I've chatted with the spirit staff about different bourbons and different vodkas, and I am always chatting with the wine staff about different things and saying, I like this, what else do you have that's similar? Particularly when I go to non-U.S. Uh, wines, I find them extremely helpful in ha helping me find something I'm looking for. What are you waiting for? Head to either of their locations in Centennial or Highlands Ranch and follow them on Facebook to stay up to date on their latest specials.